Okay, Tzorayim Tov, we continue in the Sefer Bayam Darkecha. We're discussing the last part of Erev Shabbos. Uh, not the last, but the second last part. The different challenges that you may find coming into Shabbos. With all your best intentions and making all the wonderful preparations, things can go wrong on Erev Shabbos. The food didn't get delivered by the caterer. Whoever was cooking the food forgot about it and it burnt and the house smells. Uh, you're coming back from work, Erev Shabbos, the car stalls, it's a snowy day. Uh, your spouse decides to pick a fight with you right before Shabbos. Uh, you find out some really terrible news before Shabbos. You got fired from your job. Whatever it is. But often on Arab Shabbos, the kids are going crazy. Things aren't nearly ready. And then you start getting into a fight and now you're in a terrible mood. Whatever it is, there are challenges on Arab Shabbos. And we gave two understandings of that. You can listen to last night's, yesterday's class. But now we're going to section Vav. That gives us another insight. How shall we look at the challenges of Erev Shabbos? And the author tells us like this. It's, uh, and, and we're meant, obviously, we're, we're, we have to um, overcome these feelings. It could be feelings of anger or feelings of despair. And we have to strengthen ourselves and think about Hashem. And he says, we can overcome this. And but these challenges, you should know, the challenges before Shabbos, as much as you think that they're impeding on my ability to bring in the Shabbos properly, the truth is it's the opposite. The very challenges that you think are making you crazy and you're not in that Shabbos mood will make you ready for the Shabbos. Why? Because the Yetzirah wants to fool us. And the Yetzirah wants to fool us and say, only if you're successful on Erev Shabbos you get the light. And that's true. That is one way. You've cleared out the schedule. You didn't go to work. You finished Shnai Mikravech Targum. You prepared all the food. You've gone to the mikvah. You've showered. You took a little Shabbos look. You've done everything you can. Then all of a sudden, all hell breaks loose. Unbelievable. I said, oh, no, that's it. I'm not going to be able to get in the Shabbos. It's the opposite. The main light comes when you stand up to the test that happens on Arab Shabbos. Especially if it's a test of depression. Sadness. Why? Because sadness really, its root is in arrogance and forgetting Hashem. A person who's depressed, why is he depressed? Because he thinks he knows what's best and he's the smartest guy in the world. Hashem has nothing to do with it. And then when your plans don't work out, you become depressed. So you had it all figured out for Shabbos. All of a sudden, Hashem says, I got different plans for you this Shabbos. You were planning having your kids over. Guess what? The grandchildren got sick. They're not coming over. I cooked all this food. What am I going to do? I'm going to be alone for Shabbos. Oh, it's so depressing. I st- but you know what? I Often, you got to understand, Hashem will send you the test. 
Are you going to fall? Are you going to get angry and scream and yell? Or are you going to get depressed or whatever? Or are you going to overcome it and say, I have no reason to be depressed. I have no reason to be angry. And when you pass the test, that is the final thing that makes you ready to get the light of Shabbos. When someone's, remember, remember the story with Hillel and the Gemara? There was a guy who made a bet with somebody. I bet you I could make Hillel angry. Remember that story? Right? And Hillel, it's Erev Shabbos. And he's taking a bath. And in those days, it wasn't like today, you know. And the guy keeps disturbing him and interrupting him and causing him all kinds of potential aggravation. And Hillel's calm the whole time. So when a person realizes that I, this is a bad, this is not good, this is something that could get me very upset, this is something that could get me very depressed, <clears throat> but if he doesn't fall into despair because of the fall, but he says, you know what, I'm going to still do it. Let's say, let's say you heard some something happen, and it is depressing, you're feeling depressed for a minute. Your spouse has pushed a few buttons and you are upset. You're ready to blow. And they have to remember, maybe this is the way Hashem wants me to get ready for Shabbos. To stop and think. You know what they say when there's a fire? Stop, drop, and roll. Remember that? Remember if you're on fire? Stop. Drop and roll. That's a gewaltig marshal to when you really are angry and you want to blow. When your mind's on fire. Stop. Just stop. Drop from your arrogance and roll with the punches. Stop, drop, and roll. And then you're showing that you really believe that Hashem's in charge and that everything comes from Hashem and He's with me in every situation. And that is the true way to prepare yourself for Shabbos for the light of Shabbos that's coming in. And therefore something that appears to be a fall for the person. It really is a source of success. But the Yetzirah, oh, does he fool us? He says, ah, oh, you see, you're getting angry, you're getting angry. What kind of what kind of person are you? You think you're so spiritual? Ramosha Feinstein wouldn't have gotten angry. So, you know, Hashem's not interested you. That's what the HR tells you. Now, of course, you got to overcome yourself. you got to calm down. I mean, the fact that you shouldn't get in. The fact you come home and your spouse hasn't done anything to get ready for Shabbos. And the house is a glorious mess. And you have worked hard. And you're expecting the house to be clean and everything. And you're ready to you just... What, I, I don't understand. She has three housekeepers two nannies, and she still can't get the house together. And you're ready to let her have it. And you got to say, stop, drop, and roll. Okay, Hashem, I see you have sent me a test. And you almost, I almost fell for it. <clears throat> I got to stop. It all came from you. And if you did this, it's obviously the best thing for me right now. So I will accept that you have created this situation. I'm going to keep a big smile. See what I could do to help. I thought I was going to get an Arab shop or shluf. I thought I was going to be able to go to the mikvah. 
And I guess Hashem said, no, I'm not interested. This Shabbos, I'm not interested in you doing that. You know what's better than going to the mikvah? You know what's better than getting the Arab Shabbos loaf? Controlling your anger. And therefore, even though you got to work very hard, but Hashem is not interested in arrogance. He wants submission and bitol, nullification, and recognize it all comes from Hashem. And when a person remembers that a person does not have perfection from one side, but you're struggling as much as you can from the other side, because you know Hashem is with you, that is the best Shabbos preparation. You see what's going on over here? Sometimes Hashem is telling you, I have a different plan on you preparing for Shabbos. You like preparing for Shabbos when everything is, is in your comfort zone. I mean, what's so bad about taking a nap on Arab Shabbos? What's so bad not going to work on Arab Shabbos? <clears throat> what's so bad about going to the mikvah? It's nice. Nice warm mikvah. Take a nice shower, cut your nails. Go over the Parsha. Oh, it's very nice. But I want to put you to Parashabbos that everybody in very closely rates your life is making you nuts. And I want you to show me if you really believe Eno Novato. Because if you don't believe me, you're not going to get anything on Shabbos. So that's another way of looking at that situation. Okay, you follow. You see what's going on. And boy, does this happen often. Certain Shabbos, you know, some Shabbos go exactly the way I planned them. Air of Shabbos. Exactly the way I planned it. Really works well. Sometimes, not at all. <laughs> not at all. And, and you're wondering, what's, what's going on over there? Sometimes Hashem says that you're going to have air of Shabbos in an emergency in the hospital. That's where way I want you to prepare for Shabbos. Whatever it is, you should know. That if if you're getting a test, it's only because Hashem wants you to become more worthy and to prepare in a different way. So important. And that's and that's especially it's not just Arab Shabbos, it's the whole Shabbos. Right? You invite guests, you prepare everything, and then an hour before Shabbos, the guests call, and the guests have a husband and wife and five kids. So you've really cooked up a storm. And they call an hour before, sorry, we can't make it. Why? Well, you know, my little kid's got a little sniffle. And, uh, you know, who knows? Maybe it's going to be COVID. So we're all not coming. And when did he have these sniffles? Oh, he had it since Wednesday. <laughs> I want to kill you. What are you doing with all that food? What are you doing with all that stuff? I prepared for nothing. No, 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 no. Hashem says you prepared for something. Now, how much are you going to love the Shabbos now? They have a big table. It says you and your wife. So now, if you're really preparing well, you're going to say, Oh, man, I feel so terrible. Can I run over now and bring some of the food and send it over to you? And say, no, 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 please. It'd be my pleasure. That's the way Hashem wants you to prepare for the Shabbos, huh? But that's not what you were planning. That was going to be a lonely night with your wife. 
So that's what Hashem is saying. You know what? I have different plans for your preparations. Okay. Let's move on to the next section, Zion. When you're able to overcome this, okay, you know, you have to be stubborn. You have to be stubborn and believe that you have succeeded in your preparations. Even though suddenly it appears that it's not that way, even though it looks like you didn't do such a good preparation, you have to remember, right, it's a test of Ere Shabbos. The goal is to see how rooted you are in the real Amun and Hashem. So you got to strengthen yourself. You got to be stubborn. And the more you can be strong and to break the apparent concealment, so much light, more light will come on Shabbos. Because as we've said, Erev Shabbos, remember with the six, seven spheros, Sunday is Chesed, Monday is Gvura, Tuesday is Tiferes, Wednesday is Netzach, Thursday is is uh, so is Hod, and Erev Shabbos is Yisod. It's Yosef. To me, it's Yisod. It's like, and that's the, compares to the reproductive organ. Prismila. What do you do when you have a bris mila? You cut the orla. You cut the foreskin. What's the foreskin symbolic of? The klipa. When we talk about shmira sabris, guarding the covenant, simple meaning is cut every foreskin off every little baby on the eighth day. That's for sure true. It's a much deeper idea. The foreskin represents the klipa of all klipas. The concealment of the divine. And especially the reproductive organ. There's a lot of concealment of the divine over there. A multi-billion dollar tumma business comes out of the holy part. So therefore, and that's the idea of your soul. That's that's taking a bris. When you when you repair the bris, it means you're taking off the klipa, the shekhinah is revealed. And the main screen is revealed when you're in a constricted conscious state. That's going to tell us if you're really doing it because you love Hashem without any other concepts of success. Isn't it great to be a Jew when you feel you're successful in what you do as a Jew, isn't it? Isn't success taste good? And Hashem isn't saying we should never have success. But we have to understand what success is and what success isn't. Success isn't always, and most of the time, it's not that my plans worked out. That's not success. The success is you follow Hashem's will even when you look unsuccessful. Because then we know you're doing it for the sake of Hashem. And you're not doing it for any uh, considerations of your own personal success. And therefore, the virtue of the time that you are living during a stressful, testful situation. Okay? And let's say the person isn't so successful and he makes a mistake and he screamed at his wife, ah! And you slapped your kid! And you hung up the phone on your mother-in-law! Or whatever. You have to feel, don't feel broken, don't feel sad. That, that's, that's a fall. But don't let it get you despondent. It's okay, the whole Shabbos is terrible now. How can I have a good Shabbos? 
You got to know Hashem was behind all of it. And Hashem's there, and there's no reason to despair, no reason to be depressed. But you got to know that if you didn't succeed in a certain area, you should enter into the world of joy from what? From knowing that Hashem is there. So if you're smart, you'll catch yourself before you make a fool out of yourself. But sometimes it's too late. And therefore you say, thanks Hashem, you proved to me that I still got to work a little harder. I thought I'm mamish exotic. I guess I still have a bit of work to do. And you know what? You really, you really were concealed on this one here. And therefore when you fall right away, but still not just do tshuva. And Hashem will forgive you even an hour before Shabbos. Go to your spouse and, and, and say, I'm really sorry. Please forgive me. And that itself is success. What's the real success? The success is to remain steadfast in your faith of Hashem and joyous. Even though you look like you're not a success. And to remain a believer and clinging to Hashem after everything. And that is the deepest, most hidden unity with Hashem. And that's the source of real success. And therefore, the main service at the time when you're being tested and things aren't going the way you planned in Aaron Shabbos is to be with Simcha, with Hashem, without looking at all for what we call success. But to go with all your strength and to be with Hashem and to serve Hashem and to speak to Hashem the entire time. You hear? Okay. Do you think you, everyone has ever had such a situation like this on Arab Shabbos? That's the way it always is on Arab Shabbos. Rarely works the way you plan on it working. Somebody insults you. Whatever. Whatever it is. We got to realize that. Okay. Final subsection in this chapter and it ends with and don't forget a lot of people are complaining yeah that what that Dafka when Shabbos is coming in we feel it's getting hard and it's getting dark you want to know what maybe one of the other reasons could be could you believe it could be maybe you didn't prepare yourself enough Maybe you really didn't think since Saturday night before that Shabbos is coming and you didn't make yourself a clea, a utensil, a receptacle that's able to hold the light. And when the light came, there was nowhere for it to sit. Maybe you, you did everything and you're so full of yourself. My, look what a good a job I did to prepare for Shabbos. I'm amazing. Hashem said, you're not going to get any light this Shabbos. Because why? Because the soul feels that you're messing up. I don't feel I can get the light. Yeah, maybe you didn't do such a good job. We've been learning what you have to do to prepare for shop, and you didn't. And you just don't feel good about what's happening. You're getting tested in this and that. So you have to remember, don't let yourself break. Stop thinking so much. Stop overthinking how terrible things are. And say, at least I got 20 minutes till Shabbos. Let me cling to Hashem at least for the last 20 minutes. At least in some way, let me feel this connection. And if you can't succeed to reach that state of palpable 
dveikas with Hashem, just try to get away from the difficult situation. And just say to yourself, in, 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 um, in an intellectual way, I am clinging to Hashem and He's with me even though I don't feel any connection. And I will deal with the difficulties even though I don't feel close to Hashem, but I want to still be a good boy because I'm serving Hashem not for any benefits from this. I love Hashem even if I don't feel the connection, even if it's hard, I'll do what Hashem wants for me. Why? Because the light of Shabbos is the light of Amuna. It's the light of connecting to Hashem. It's the night, the light of surrendering to Hashem. And it doesn't depend on how you feel. It's always there. It's sure it's good to feel close to Hashem. That's amazing. But what have you done? You still should intellectually say, but you know what? I know that you are the best. And at least intellectually I want to connect with you. And I feel bad that I don't feel the kenosis to you. So at least if a person understands that, and if it's hard for me, and I don't feel this connection to Hashem, that doesn't mean I don't have any light. It can be the opposite. Hashem and His light is there, but I don't feel it the way I thought I'd feel it. So maybe I have to feel it in a different way, more of an intellectual way and not in an emotional way. So here is an interesting mushal to make this point clear. Let's say a person is in jail in a faraway place and he's waiting for his father to come and spring him loose. And the, and the father promised him when he got carted off into jail, the father promised, I'm going to come on a certain day and I'll be there for you. I'll spring you out. So if he's fortunate, that day comes, the father comes and gets him out. That's one way of it being revealed. But sometimes, for whatever reasons is, the father can't go in the regular way. You know why the father can't go? Because he didn't get double vaccinated and now he can't cross the border. Mr. Uh, whatever, Mr. Go Mr. Uh, Rosenblum wants to see his son. So his passport says Mr. Rosenblum. He comes to the border. Did you get double vaccinated? No, you can't come in. Do you think Mr. Rosenblum's going to just give up? So what does Mr. Rosenblum do? He has a friend, Mr. Schwartz, who looks just like him. Or better yet, doesn't look just like him. He goes to Schwartz, give me your passport and I'll disguise myself as you. And now Mr. Rosenblum is not crossing the border. <laughs> it looks like Mr. Schwartz. And now he puts on the, the mask and the masquerade and he knocks on the door of the sun. Says, it's me. And the sun looks, that's not you. That's Mr. Schwartz. No, it's me. Well, prove it to me. I can't because I take it off and I look like Rosenwald. They're going to throw me out of the country. I'm not double vaccinated. So if the kid is a tippish, if the kid's a fool, he's going to feel bad that his father didn't come. And, he's, and, and, and he won't even go near the person who's masquerading of him. But if he has any brains and he knows the father said, I'm coming, I'm coming on that day. He's going to come. But he has to believe 
that the father's there even though he is masquerading. Now, why am I giving you this analogy, the tzaddik rather? Because Hashem promises us that every Friday he comes and he springs us out of the jail of the six days of the week. We're all in jail. And Hashem promises, I'm coming, I'm coming tomorrow. I'm coming Friday afternoon, 4, whatever, 4.32, whatever the time may be. And we're looking at 4.32 and we're looking and we're hoping that this tremendous feeling of calm will come over us. And everything's just working perfectly. Ah, oh, this is what I've been waiting for. Ah, Nirvana. Oh, this is amazing. Oh, I'm in shul an hour before and I'm saying Tehillim and I'm saying Shira Shiri. It's mamish. But you know what? For whatever reason, Hashem says, I can't come undisguised this week. I'm coming disguised as your kids who did, they made a mess of the house. And, 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 and Nudniks were calling you and the car broke and all these other things. And you're running behind and you're saying, Hashem, where are you? He says, it's me. I'm in Schwartz's clothes. But I promised you I'm coming. I promised you I'm coming. Hashem promises every Friday afternoon he's coming. So are you a fool that you don't think I'm here? How could you be here when I'm so angry? Because this Shabbos, I had to be masqueraded to come and visit you. For whatever reason, you don't know why, but I know why. I and that bad person that's making you crazy, that situation that's making you so unhappy, you mamish. When you realize it, you should start laughing. Hey, that was a real good disguise, God. I could never believe that you would be disguised as, as a dog biting my son. Disguised as an incompetent wife who couldn't get anything done. That was a good disguise. And I love you for it. Because you know what? I'm learning. I'm learning what it means to be connected to you. So that's how I have to look at all the challenges. And I'm telling you, they're always, they can always be there. Probably more weeks there's challenges than weeks when there's not challenges. And all Hashem wants you is once you understand to accept Shabbos with happiness and joy under these circumstances, God will try a few more circumstances. Don't think you get you get through once. Hashem's got lots of disguises. But eventually, he doesn't have to, you know when he won't have to disguise anymore? When you really love Hashem for no other reasons but you love Hashem, then Hashem says, I don't have to disguise myself anymore. But if every time he disguises himself, you lose and get depressed, Hashem says, well, I gotta keep disguising myself till the guy finally learns something. That becomes the critical aspect of understanding that. Okay, so this is a, a beautiful way of seeing all the challenges and how to be happy with all those challenges. Tomorrow, we will move on to the fifth chapter, which is, which is Mincha of Erev Shabbos. And we'll just, uh, just give a little start since I got a couple minutes on Kuf Beis. He says, the tefillah of Mincha on Erev Shabbos. Now, do you notice 
present company excluded. But in most shuls, how many people are there on time for Mincha on Friday? And how many people come late? In many shuls, most people come late. But you got to start on time because it's going to be Shkia soon. You're lucky. People like Sid is there half an hour before, an hour. I don't know how much before he is. He's way before. But when it's time to Adam Sid's there, there's a couple other guys there, Mr. Vale, a few other people that you can count on always being there. Hopefully the rabbi's there. And we start with maybe 10, 11, 12, 13, yeah? And then we start that meetup. And then when you're finished, you turn back, oh, it's about 20 guys now, 22 guys. Then we're in Kabbalah Shabbos, and, someone, and then you got everybody there. Now, you have to know, whenever things are not going the right way, that means there's a very special holy energy for that time, and that's why the sun's not making this happen. The most important feel of the entire week, of the six weekdays, the most important one is Friday Mincha. That's the most important one because it's the last one. There are 18 Amidas during the weekday, six times three. And we're reaching the highest level that you can in the weekday as it is merging into Shabbos. And we come to Chazoros Ashats, the repetition of the Chaz of Mincha, that is the apex, apex level of the weekdays. You can't get more godliness in the weekday as much as Erev, Shabbos, Kodesh, Mincha. So we've got to invest effort and time in this prayer where we can make repairs on the entire week. And how do you know it's so great? Because most people are not on time for their mission completely. All right, I don't know, you know, and again, in our shul, most guys are on time, but still not perfect. And I'm sure in other shuls, man, as people coming late. Why? Because it's so important to me on time. Because this is the tefillah. This is it. This is what's going to fix up the entire week of davening is this tefillah. And it's, and of course, that something's going to make you late. And you're waiting for one of the kids to get ready to come with you and this and that and all these different things and something and then a, a mitzvah comes up in the way, blah, 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 all these things. But you got to realize this is the main thing. And uh, we'll leave it at that because the next idea takes too long to present. But that's going to be our excitement for tomorrow is mincha. And that will take us for quite a while uh, for tomorrow and the next day. Okay, shkayach everybody. Okay.